What's up, Authentic Fam? It's your boy Brandon back again with Authentic Podcast for another great episode. Maybe New Zealand's another podcast, we don't know, but we'll see in the future. Um, before we get started, guys, a couple of announcements to make. First of all, if you haven't already, we're on all platforms. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and we're also on YouTube, guys. So no excuses for you guys to tune in. Go ahead and tune in wherever you are. Um, if you want to stay up to date to our content, we drop content every week. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow us on our, our social medias. Um, we are on Instagram, YouTube, we're also on um, Twitter, and yeah, we're on Facebook, so go ahead, follow us, um, so you don't miss out on any content that, or episodes that come that come get dropped on, on the weekly, so um, before you get started guys, uh, yeah, wherever you are in the world, if you're running, if you're walking, the dog, if you're working out, listening to this party, um, go ahead and tune in, really tune in, get a notepad, get a pen ready, um, whatever it may be, um, you're in for a good one. Everything we talk about here really is advice or gems that we share um, from from our guests that they have their life experience and they're able to help our own community out in the future. That way they be, will be able to help us and yourself achieve your dreams um, in your future, whatever it is you're going through. So sit back, tune in, you know, have a good, uh, have a good drink and uh, listen to this party. It's a good one. Uh, without further ado, let's get our red carpet warm welcome ready to our uh, number one guest here, or number one, number nine that I play, played with, um, old uh, <laughs> old collegiate of uh, my old, old buddy, old friend, um, Matt Olafunga. What's up, brother? How's it going? Bro? Very good. Privileged to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> bro, great to have you here, bro. Um, we'll just go ahead and get started, bro. We'll get started right off. Uh, yes, give us a quick introduction, bro. Give us your name, where you're from, your favorite food, and as well, what you've been up to lately. Uh, my name's Matthew Tassimaisa Olufanga. Um, I'm from Margaret East, born and bred, South Auckland. Um, yeah, I grew up in, uh, in Margaret East, went to Epsom Normal Primary, went to in Intermediate, Auckland Normal Intermediate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting with the normals playing a part <laughs> in that. Um, and then ended up at King's College. Yes, and, sir. And uh, yeah, went to Auckland Uni. And that's my education, pretty much. Mean, bro, um, mean. Yeah. Mean bird. That's me. That's all I like. Guys, Matt's been a bit uh he's been a bit uh modest here actually. Um we got him in here, guys. Uh he's doing great things in the community. Um he is a mortgage broker, Linda, as well as a financial advisor. Um, you know, just tired off and he's probably he's doing amazing things um right now. And I guess on the side he's he's a bit of a musical artist, a musical <laughs> talent. So <laughs> for those who don't know, you know, if you know you know. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. I guess we'll just get started off off right there. Like, um, maybe for some of our viewers or listeners who are listening, um, give them just an explanation of what exactly you do as a mortgage broker, lender, financial advisor. Yeah, so I, uh, I mean, it probably goes without saying that you know, finance is a pretty hard game. Mm. Um, so straight out of uni, I went into the BNZ grad program. Yeah. Um, and there I was uh, an intern for about maybe three months over the summer of uh, 2017 slash 2018, and I was in their business and commercial department, which is called Partners, yeah, yeah. Um, and in New Zealand it's it's quite widely known as sort of the best business slash commercial bank, mm. um, and yeah, pretty much from there I just got dropped in the deep end and spent the rest of my sort of three three years um, fresh out of uni, um, pretty much just picking up everything right. possible in commercial finance and, and banking, I guess, with uh, some pretty hectic experience mm. um, 
from BNZ. I, I mean, my progression there was quite quick in the relatively short amount of time, time. which was awesome. Yeah. Um, but you kind of get to a point where you, because you're, you're working for one bank in particular, when you're working with your clients, you're, you're very segmented in what you can offer them. So mm. if someone wanted a home loan, um, if it fits our criteria, then yeah, you can have it. But if it didn't, mm. it was a no. Yeah. And because you're working for one person, one corporation, yeah. you don't have the options or the levers to pull to say, okay, well, you can do this. Mm. Like there's no alternative No options. other options, yeah. Um, and I got really sick of that quite quickly. Mm. And it got to a point where I was like, look, I, I don't think this is working for me. Um, I actually used to work quite a lot with uh, one particular broker who's now my employer mm. um, who pretty much used to send me deals all the time would be on the phone for you know sometimes like half an hour 45 minutes just like yarning yeah um, real good guys from from Mangere Bridge as well so he was local um, we got along really well and yeah it got to a point where I was like look I'm, I'm keen to become a broker at some point he's like well come chat when you're ready um, and in the space of kind of like three three or four months it was all said and done and I was off being a broker bro, that's so mean bro yeah. I mean that's super cool like I guess um, I'll, like, a little, touching a little bit on that experience like I guess working in that big corporation type of thing like I think mm. I think most times like a lot of people they think the only way to go like to get a home loan or specifically or other stuff like from the bank is to the bank Yeah, not really thinking about like you know mortgage broker there's other people who are mm. willing to give you those option A, B, C yeah. you know yeah I think um and like predominantly, that's been the way you do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's. I mean, mortgage brokers haven't been around for that long. Mm. Stockbrokers and other sorts of like insurance brokers have been around for much longer than mm. mortgage brokers. Um, but what we get to do, which the bank can't do, is give you unbiased advice. When you go to a bank and you go to a banker, mm. they're going to give you this the suite of services that they offer. That they, the offer they offer, and that's it. Yeah, and that's it. They won't give you advice on you know the best way to, you know, do a property development. Mm. Not that we can either, but we're, we're, we're able to provide different services and assistance so that we can guide you down a, a more appropriate path as, as opposed to picking something off the shelf that doesn't work for everyone. Mm. Um, and 100% bro, especially people like within our own community in South Auckland, you know, like, oh, 100% you know? bro. And, when you start having those conversations quite regularly, mm. you, you know, you get the gist of the way people think about things, and then you kind of mould your understanding and how to more effectively tell mm. or, or converse facts, with people facts. with a with a mm. bit less information than you. They're not they're not dumb. Yeah, they just don't have the information that you've got, mm. and that's just how that's how the market operates together. Mm. You know, you, some person has the information, some person doesn't. It's they meet in the middle, and that's how shit gets done. Hundred percent, bro. Especially like in like in, in in a community that like is not really financially literate, you know. Yeah. And it's hard for them to like you know just jump into and be like, oh, I want to get a house. Correct. You know, the first thing that comes to mind. Correct. You need a loan. Go to yeah. a bank, and then like they, then the bank gives you. I guess they see the criteria, and they're like, oh, we we can't actually give you a loan. Yeah. You know, and then like for them, like they kind of want to like I guess for some that I know, like personally, like they'd rather you know just rent. You know, majority of life, or mm. not really achieve that, you know, that American or New Zealand dream of owning their own house. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's um, 
Yeah, it's a challenge that a lot of communities have, mm. and it's got nothing to do with the competency yeah. of people. It's just that if you don't if you don't grow up around money, you don't know how to manage it. Mm. You know, and then when you do end up getting money, and you've never been around money before, you don't know how to manage well, it. Manage so you go it. and yeah, splash yeah, yeah. it. You know. <laughs> You go and do it, you know best, and you go splash it. And Drop that money in that new car, you know? Yeah. And that's the same thing with finance. Like, if you don't, if you've never had finance before, or you've never seen, you've never had an example of what good finance management mm. looks like, or how to manage your debts appropriately, um, you're going to end up putting yourself in a position that's pretty sticky to get out of. Like, a huge one for the South Auckland community mm. is like personal finance. Mm. So, your car loans, your unsecured debts like your personal loans your gym visas your credit cards stuff like that um you know you want the money now and you can go get it but it's 29 percent. and if no one's told you what an interest rate is mm. before you're going oh there's the money i don't care about the interest rate i just know that i need the money right now so i'm going to go do it <laughs> and unfortunately that's that's a that's really true is, predicament you know. for a lot of people and it's not just south auckland like there's oh yeah hundred you know there's those knowledge gaps everywhere in the in the country and in the world, um, but trying to trying to get a gauge on someone's financial literacy, like mm. when you first meet them, is is definitely kind of the first key to being a good broker or a good advisor. Because if you can't meet them in the middle with their understanding, and you can't actually conversate in a way that they're going to understand, mm. then to me, you're, you're not doing, you're not fulfilling uh, your duty. I guess what 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 would be like one of the most consistent issue um, that you've seen with pe- with people actually coming up and you know wanting to get a loan or um, finding finding themselves. Um, there's heaps. There's heaps. I mean, it, there's there's a range of stuff depending on. And this is this is the beauty of like financial advice is mm. every single person, every single entity, every single trust, it's completely different. Like no one person has the exact same issue, Facts. problem, but. I think it's it's knowing where to start is the issue, mm. um, and I think and it's and this isn't a biased approach and this isn't like a plug, yeah, but yeah. particularly now in an economic environment like this where it is relatively well, it's really shaky. Yeah, um, you need to start off with some really good advice because if you if you don't know where you're heading, but if you don't know where to start, sorry, if you know where you're heading but you don't know where to start, you're you're flogging a dead horse. Mm. You're just stabbing in the dark, Burn. and that gets that literally gets you nowhere, and you'll end up in the cycle where you're going round and round in circles. And by the time you're, you know, yeah. ten years down the track, you're like, oh man, I would have wish I would have, I wish I would have asked for some advice earlier. Mm. Hard, bro. I, I feel like, and especially like you know, and not just you know, other communities as well, but you know, South Auckland mm. in general, like. But I feel like, do you, do you believe it's more of like an educational system like within the home or within like the educational system, um, you know, schools and stuff like that? I think, yeah, it's it's definitely a bigger topic than just yeah. education. Like it's, in New Zealand, it's it's a systematic, mm. um, what do you call it? Um, it's a systematic, like, what's the word? Trying to think too. It's systematic. What's it called when it's like not on even playing fields? Oh, oh, oh. Um. 
It's like systematic um, inequality. Oh, okay, okay, there we go. Right. It's it's not one point in our system mm. that isn't, you know, meant to fight against you. But in New Zealand, every step of the way, the system just isn't made for for us, you know? Just built different, bro. It's, yeah, yeah, I know. It's just, it's just something that you kind of... There's a point where you've got to draw a line in the sand. It's like, okay, I can hustle as much as I want, mm. but it, you can't get around the system, you know? That's an excuse that a lot of people make, but in, in the reality that we live in, um, Aotearoa is, you know, we were colonised. Yeah. And... I know a lot of people like say, yeah, we're, we're, we're moving on, there's co-governance and stuff like that, but <laughs> at the end of the day, like it's, we're colonised. And, so. and I feel like, um, and to, to your point as well, bro, like I, I feel like that's totally, that's true, because even though we, like, we're colonised in the, in, the system, in the system inequalities, bro, do you, do, you, do you believe that like, even though like there are those inequalities, we can still, if we... Oh, do our best, the right information, 100%. right people, right support. Like we can still break through that, 100%. break through that barrier. Because bro, like this, like honestly, believe like, and 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 that's a true point that you make. I feel like sometimes we can, I guess, put ourselves. I mean, make ourselves illiterate by with by being ignorant, you mm. know, or even like what you said, like not asking for advice. Mm. So like it kind of like, you know, it can sometimes go both ways. Like with Definitely. not only education, with uh, wherever you at, uh, even though it's a bigger picture, like the home is an important place, obviously, um, to be around money and learn how to manage it, but also like, you know, doing the best that you can to learn about it. Because mm. I, I feel like, bro, like sometimes, and maybe it's for some people, some others as well here in our community, but um, some of them don't even like learn financial uh, financial tips or advice or get financial advice until like, bro, way later than they, than they should have, like yeah. at a young age, you know, yeah. and like thrown into the deep end and like even though you're self earlier but like for them you know they, all they know is some of them is just work hard you know yeah you know and that's it work hard earn your money and that's it save yeah and then spend on something that you like here and there and then yeah. that's pretty much it for the next 20 years yeah so the time comes on oh, buy a house mm. you know well as you can let's look at your statements let's look mm. at this out Oh, what's this? What's this? What's yeah. this payment? What's this loan? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we had a wedding. Oh, you know, there's, there's like there's so many other yeah, stuff yeah. that comes to mind. 100%. Like, you know, especially with our culture as well. Mm. It's a huge factor that I think, you know, some of us need to, I guess, maybe, you know, do do the best that we can ourselves to find right sources like yourself, you mm. know, other people in our community to, to be better and live the lifestyle that they can. Because yeah. I feel like they can, but sometimes... Like yes, the yes, the systematic inequalities are there, but sometimes we can blame it too much to where we become, you know, entitled to some things at some point. Yeah, and I think like a big issue that I have is why aren't we teaching money and financial literacy in school? You know, <laughs> like that's that's yeah, crazy to me. No, that's so true. One of the biggest things that you have to manage in your life isn't taught at school. You know, you can learn physics. Geometry, chemistry, chemistry, everything, bro. Bro, what is that? You know, like, and I know, I know that's like the common argument people make when they when they want to drop out of maths in like year eleven. You know, like I'm not I'm never going to use math. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, you might not, but if you don't know how to use a calculator, exactly, then you're screwed. Yeah, and but 
the same thing goes for money. Like if 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 it's not taught mm. early in your in your life, you get to a point where it's too late to start learning. Well, I, sorry, I take that back. It's never too late to start learning, but you get to a point where the game's already ahead. It's already ahead of you. You know, yeah. You've got to you've got to go back in time and then try and catch up. Yeah. Then you're thinking to yourself, man. If only I knew. Yeah. You know. And it's not it's not yeah. anyone's fault. Hard. But again, it comes back to the system. It's right? so true, bro. Yeah, you're right. Because like on on that point, that's when I agree. Like, just the system is like of even learning, like what you said, something we have in our mon- in our hands almost every day. Mm. We don't even learn like what what can I do with it? Yeah. What the interest rate is? Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like even small things like that. Like what what kind of loan am I going for? Like and yeah. the, you know, just the just like simple basic stuff in the future that because in life, like bro, it's just it feels like for a lot of us. We get thrown into that deep end when we when we go. Oh man, I'm going to the bank. I'm getting my house. Boom. Then mm. they're like, "Well, you need this, 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 mm. this, this, this." And then they're like, "Well, definitely not going to buy a house." Yeah. Then they just settle, you know. And then then they're in that mindset, you know. It's really demotivating, bro. Yeah, especially bro. when you when you when you do it for such a period of time, mm. and it's just constant nose after nose after nose. And it's like, oh, wait a Why little even longer. Bother, bro? Wait a little yeah. longer. It's like, bro, I've waited. You know, it's my time. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, and to go back on that last point, like, I hate, I hate, I hate the the argument that you know it's the system, it's the system, because that's it, it is a valid point, but yeah. it's also an excuse. Hard, you know, there are so many other things that you can do on your own accord mm. to get you to a level above the system. Hundred percent. And like in the day and age that we live in, everything is at your fingertips. All you need is a Thanks. couple ideas and a couple Thanks, ways bro. that you might execute something, and then you just got to do it. That's all it is, bro. You know, that's literally all you, yeah. all you got to do is do it. Because I always think of, on that point, bro. I always think about like, and it is some of like I guess the our first second generation who moved from the islands here, mm. like, bro. And then if like, for my my mind is like, bro, you guys actually moved a different country here, settled down, created a family, started work, everything you can to have your family survive. Yeah. And but like you know like there's other things that come with it. Like if you can do that, bro. Like yeah, surely you can. You know. You know, get illiterate or do whatever you can to create something to yeah. to get to where you want to get that house. Yeah. You know, yeah, or get get whatever you want in life. Yeah, I mean, when I th- when I think about it, the fact that like me and my sister, like mm. we're pretty stable. You know, my parents they were relatively stable. They worked their asses off to mm. get, get us to where we 100. are. Um, and then I look at my parents' parents, and they like literally worked mm. a ninety hour weeks just to put food on the table, you know? Facts. And their parents, well, my 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 mother's side, her mum came from Fonga Savai, which is like in the middle of nowhere Shout in Savai, you know? Bro. So like I, I try and think I try and think about that quite a lot and you know, a young a young island girl had had you know, would go to Apia regularly on the on the ferry, but other than that, bro, it was just Samoa, and then it was just to New Zealand, bro. and this is like a completely urbanized population. Mm-hmm. That's that's scary to me, you know. Different environment, bro. Coming in here, you know what I mean? It's just completely like different. Whole different level, bro. That's so true. Mm. I feel like I, bro. I've, yeah, I just feel like you're right, bro. We sometimes we we do give give ourselves, you know, or we like to give it give ourselves a lot of excuses. But I feel like we, you know, at the back, the backbone of our culture and who we are, bro. Like we're like, 
everything that we received and get and nothing was I don't think anything for the most part of you know our ancestors was given was all mm. worked for mm. you know that's something that I think some of us kind of lost sight of is like you can do anything if you work work hard and set goals and make plans and achieve it yeah. like it's possible you just got to do it yeah you know yeah I think that's the hurdle that people struggle to get over though it's there's so much there's so much you get fed from everywhere mm. that says you can't do it Hard. you know yeah so it's almost like a test against yourself but it's, <laughs> the test is coming from everywhere you look you know it's always so, a test yeah but it's always just like it's just one foot instead of the other, in, in front of the other you know mm. and if you can do that for a long period of time and stay consistent it'll come and the fruits will bear themselves facts bro the fruits of your labors will always show guys 100 you know? percent, bro that's the that, that's the truth right there that's the gym what's the best financial advice you've received wow um I've been spun a lot of advice in my time in, in working in financial um, markets. And one that, one that probably stuck with me the most is just leverage. Like, it's, it's one of those things that puts you in a growth mindset, but also with risk. Mm. You need to have some balls to do certain things and leverage, particularly in New Zealand, mm. is one of those things. That's that's like a that's more kind of a I don't know investment advice thing that has probably stuck with me the most. Um, but personally, in terms of like my own money management, mm. is and it, it might not be financial advice, but it's always be generous. Like that's just that's just my goal, eh? That's so mean. Yeah, I think. Um, if you're stingy with your money, money will be stingy to you. That's my motto. And I think, I think it's, like everything comes around, you know. And if, I think if you can give what you can give, the world will always be good to you, mm. you know. Re- like, regardless of, of what you believe in, that's just the way the world operates. If you're good you. into the world, the world the will world be good into you. you, you know. Yeah, well, it's mean. Worst advice, you've, worst financial advice you've ever received. Oh, I don't think anyone gave me this advice. I think I gave it to myself. But the worst advice I think I've ever told myself is get a credit card, bro. Those things ruin you, <laughs> you know. It's and it's it's com- it's it is it is human psychology. You have this money there. And you think it's yours, but it's not. It's the bank's. And you go and spend it. And then think about it later. And then, you know, it just puts... I mean, it's not really a... Yeah, it's one of those things you have mm. to manage really carefully. Mm. Um, putting yourself into predicaments. And this goes back to my... I mean, I, I, I spoke about it briefly before, but like personal debt. 100. If you can't manage it, if you don't trust yourself, don't go near it even touch it. it yeah it'll it'll and like luckily for me I, I was able to manage it relatively quickly that's good and i guess i was in a position where i could do that mm. relatively quickly but you could see how it gets out of hand mm. for a lot of people really quickly mm. and it's one of those things that like you don't come back from it quick Probably. if you don't have the means 
hundred, and just doesn't. And even then, like when it gets too far, it's just like, yeah. Well, I'm already in the deep end, like yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And it, and that sort of rolls back to kind of the the main the main piece of advice, which is live within your means. You know, and that's the thing they do in New Zealand, bro. Like, I, honestly, it's a hundred percent. I see that. It's mm. a, it's real hard for people to live within their means here. Yeah, you know, even though like, and 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 it is like, to be fair, it is quite I guess expensive here in New Zealand itself. Mm. But other than that, like, if you're working like forty hours and you can manage it well, like I'm pretty sure like, you can live within your means on a minimum wage. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think at the moment that's pretty tough. Like mm. you still got to eat, you know, um, but. Just some of the stuff you see, you know, like you you look around at the culture that's sort of been brought onto us by the states, like this whole hype culture and like you know going splashing out on like two thousand dollar shoes, like bro, <laughs> you need to eat, you know. That's your first thing you, you need to eat? do. How are you gonna eat, bro? <laughs> You're not going to eat your shoes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's it's one of those aspects of life that is it's pure psychology like you mm. want it you want to get it you see it you want it you see someone cool wearing it you want to be cool you, you go it. and get it so it, it does play a little bit into like human psyche and you know yeah. the psychology of consumerism uh, or especially within our own communities and I guess culture bro it's mm. like it's so easy for us if not financially manageable but bro like I just you know Especially the next generation coming up, you know, if you're not taught, obviously, um, first paycheck, boom, yeah. gave me, yeah. gave me a North Face yeah. jacket, <laughs> straight up, or a G Shock, G Shock, bro, new you got camo G Shock. Do you have a G Shock? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or some TNs. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> nah, that, bro, that's, yeah, that's so true. I feel like, yeah, if anyone, that's uh, that's good advice. Live within your means, and then also as well, watch out for credit cards. You yeah. Know? Hundred percent, and be generous. And be generous. The, be other, generous. the other good one that my dad always used to say, and I always found it real cracker. It was like we were younger, yeah. And the way he used to say it was was pretty hilarious. But he would always say, "Money come, money go," you know. And I mean, that kind of conflicts what I said about living within your means. But yeah. um, if you can sort of be generous mm. within that. I think it's the principle too. It's eh? the principle, principle bro, of that, you know, because it, it, if you're right, because bro, shout out, shout out to your dad. Money come, money goes, and it's like true. The principle of actually understanding money, mm. it can be, it can come and go that fast, yeah. depending on how well you manage it, yeah. you know. Yeah, but it, it also it also comes back to if you've got money and you've got stuff that you've paid for, pay for it. You know, don't let it linger and then you be stingy. Yeah, don't be stingy, bro. You know, these are these are people that these are people that have provided you services or provided you products. Like Hard. just pay them, like afterpay. Mm. You know, you're you're getting it now, but you're forgetting about it. Mm. You know, like, I'll just pay for it later. I'll do it over six. I'll do it over six weeks. I'll do it over four weeks. You know, and it's not it's not bad if you can you know if you can afford it. Yeah, if you can afford it, it's completely fine. But don't go on the basis that oh, it's only twenty four bucks. Like, mate, it's three hundred dollars. Just you're paying it over six weeks, bro. And then they're like, "Oh no, I can spend, I can spend a hundred bucks. I can spend a hundred bucks today." Fees. Yeah, it's like, mate, you're spending a thousand dollars over six weeks. It's yeah, that's that's another one. And I mean, that'll probably get regulated relatively soon, so mm. it might be gone. 
but um, yeah, things to be things to be aware of. Hundred, of course, bro. Um, something that most people value that you don't value. Mm. What do you mean? Like, like I guess something that something that you personally value within your own life that you see that. Oh, I guess something that others value mm. that you yourself don't. Don't. What's an example? Give, like, me your, give me your example. Like, for example, for me, I used to think, I used, I used to, like, value what other people think of me. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And then now, like, I don't really value that anymore. Mm. Now I just, I just focus on what, what I believe in myself mm. and what I can do. Gotcha, gotcha. I um, I don't value what other people's perception of success is, mm. and that's a pretty vague comment. But to me, what that means is that everyone's success looks completely different. Like for for the, I mean, this is speaking in broad terms, but for the majority of people, success equals heaps of money. For other people, success equals time with family you know having that freedom and that options those options Mm. um for me like success is just it's you know when you get there you know but it's not it's not about getting there it's about making sure every step of the way you're enjoying it so true bro because the end goal might be your vision of success Mm. but if you're having a shit time during the entire process What's the point? What's the point, bro? You know? Yeah. If you're, if you're like foregoing time with your family, time with your friends, you know, it's it's all part of this hustle mm. mentality, which is great. But if you're foregoing all of those things in between, mm-hmm. the end product is, it's not really going to, it'll be worth it yeah. in, in a sense that you've foregone all these things. But, you know, but then the value of what you lost as well along yeah, the way. But you've ne- you never, that's never guaranteed, mm. you know? So if that's never guaranteed, why, why put yourself in this position where you've got to sacrifice all these things in between? Mm. You know, you've got to, you've got to live your life because the end isn't guaranteed. So true. So in between, you may as well enjoy the process. Yeah. Otherwise, it's gonna be pretty grim. <laughs> you know, a pretty bad one, bro. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> bro. Uh, last question for you, brother. What does authentic mean to you? I think authentic means to me being raw. Again, a very vague, <laughs> a very vague comment. Um, but like, if you're raw in, ev- in in everything that you do, your emotion, your talent, mm-hmm. um, what you put your time and effort into, if all of that is raw and and you do it with passion, I think that's authenticity. Um, and your one as well, like not not valuing what people think about you. Mm. If, and it might be different for a lot of people, but if you really do care what other people think about you, you're never really going to be authentic because you've always got this facade of what you want people to perceive of you, mm. right? Which is a big one. So big, bro. 100%. It's just like, it's just, and I honestly feel like, uh, I've talked about it on podcasts before, but like, 
feel like a big factor is like the social media that like it's such a huge factor you know especially with next generation like everything is you know judged or everything is perceived real on social media yeah and that's that's the thing to do yeah and it's all it's all based around like status mm. you know like when you die you're not taking your status with you, bro. <laughs> you know? You're not, not, you're not taking your followers or your you're likes, You're not bro. taking anything with you, mate. So, yeah. It's, um, it's a hard one to get over, though. Like, if, if you've... Particularly here, you know? Oh, bro. Yeah. 100% here, yeah. If you're always governed by what people think about you or what you want people to think of you, then you're always going to be a step behind where you should be. mm because you're basically restricting yourself, yourself from from everything, you know? Mm. You're restricting yourself from opportunity. You're also restricting yourself from failure, which is the biggest one. It's the biggest, yeah. And, you know, in the end, it'll all kind of be worth nothing. Yeah. I feel 100%, bro. I feel like, yeah, that... That's something that we need to, I guess, focus on, focus a bit more in our lives. I guess, yeah. mm. just focusing really on that, just being able to really, I guess, forget status and and just fo- just focus really like, like what you talked about before, like just being raw, bro. And, and if you're raw and true to yourself, I just feel like it'll, it'll outweigh everything else. Yeah, you know, and then people forget that it's like, you know, the only person you can't or you can't lie to yourself, but the only person that can change things as yourself. And it's like, you know, back in the day when we used to run like Hinamulas for training (laughs) or something, and yet yet your coach always used to say, if you you cut the corners, you're only cheating yourself, you know? Mm. And that's true. And that carries on through to everything you do these days, you know? Like it's, if you, and it comes back to integrity as well. Like the stuff you do behind closed doors when no one's watching, that's what really builds character. Bro, character is... I feel like it's something that is is so valued, but has been so lost. Mm. You know, mm. and and I think a lot of us struggle to build our own character. Mm. You know, that's but so true. It's only move the corners. <laughs> <laughs> Just be tired. Oh, cut the corner. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's it's and and as as cheesy as it sounds, that's what builds character when you stick. You stick to what you, you know, set out to do. Hundred. Not cutting corners, doing the the, the stuff you should be doing behind closed and doors, closes. and you know all of that integrity builds character. But the resilience that you get from that, um, you, you do that you do that long enough and consistent enough. Mm. That's that's personal growth and personal development that you could never get from watching any webinar. You yeah. know. Like it's, it's progression, bro. It is progression. Progression on yourself that you can't, like, it's something that will, I guess, help you progress, if not faster, but a bit more stronger. Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's it's like it's like any muscle, right? Mm. You train it, you tear it, it grows back, it's stronger. It's like your brain, and it's like your body, it's like your soul, it's like your heart. You train yes. it by being consistent. You. Grow, you, you heal it, you know, giving giving yourself rest mm. and giving you giving your body the nutrition it needs, mm. the self care it needs, you know, knowing when to 
when to wind down or when to like de-stress or when to take a step back and be like, look, this is this is too much for me right now. I just gotta I gotta chill. Mm. I gotta take some time out. All of those things, bro. Like that's yeah, that's, that's what builds character and that's what gets you to the next step. Hundred. Even if it's just mentally, you know. Mm. Even if it's just a case of, man, I feel stressed. I feel under the pump. I feel anxious. Like everything's going adjust bad. To the, adjust to those needs, too. Eh? Everything's going bad, mm. bro. Take a step back. Have some water. You know. Mm. <laughs> Feed your body well. Take a walk in the park. Chuck your headphones on. Chuck some Tupac on. Get some rest. You, you know? know. Yeah. All of those things, man. It's like it. It takes time to build that sort of resilience in your life. But it's 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 about being consistent. One of like one of the things that I do every day now is I start my day off with a cold shower. I get up early, I go to the gym, I have a cold shower. It's not to be like, oh boys, I just had a cold shower, like I'm the man, you know? It's because you do for me, like my mentality is that if you do something hard at the start of the day, the rest of your day should be all good. Yeah. You know, that's the mentality. Like, if you do something tough, the hard stuff, first off, you should be sweet. That's so true. Yeah, that's something that guys everyone needs to write down right now. <laughs> <laughs> Take a cold shower in the morning, do something hard, bro, and then you'll be better off. But I think that's so true, bro. I I was like, um, and it also does. I think that isn't there a study that actually shows that cold showers in the morning, it really it does. does. It really does help. Help the mind and help the body. It's got heaps of health benefits. Mm. I couldn't tell yeah, you yeah, one yeah. of them. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I just know it's cold. good for me. <laughs> I just know that, like, if you can achieve something that tough in the morning, mentally, then you should be able to, you should be able to smash the day relatively oh, easy. You know? It's all about mindset, bro. Yeah. Mindset. Um, guys, we had a great podcast here today with, with Matt, great for his gyms and his advice that he shared with us today. Um, we'd just like to thank you brother for being here on the podcast Cheers, thanks for your advice thanks for the example you have in our community and also I guess all the words that you've said that will actually help those um, that will be watching and listening in for the time to come we're grateful for you and for your example and as well um, yeah thanks for being here bro thanks brother thanks Appreciate for having it. me what were you saying sorry thanks for having me oh sorry sorry I was like hey <laughs> Sorry guys, just a little of a you know, little friendly little jokes here. There. <laughs> I can't see your mouth moving, so I was like, oh, I'm lip oh. reading. <laughs> I'm lip reading without the lips. I'm eye reading. <laughs> guys, I forgot that um, Matt's also a comedian too. So <laughs> <laughs> sounds good, bro. Um, but that's us, we'll, guys. We'll also make sure we'll put um his uh, his socials in the media and down below, and yeah, we'll make sure we'll guys tune into the. Tune into the podcast. Remember again, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. So check it in on the daily. That's us. Um, until then, we'll see you guys next time. Let's go. Peace.